What's that you were saying? <laughs> What'd you say about lock her up? No, I'm joking. Uh, this is... We're going to say this is like... Uh, what are we doing? Like episode 54.5? I don't even mm. know. This isn't an official episode of the Rojo Show. This is just like election coverage. Mm. This is reactions to... Um, this V for Vendetta situation we found ourselves in. <laughs> I was trying to think of like the movie selection that should go along with like a true villain being. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that because Hillary probably would have been a version of a villain too. Just oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, for sure. It's just like picking, you know, are you going up against Poison Ivy or are you going up against the Riddler? Mm-hmm. Did you see all that shit about uh, like Donald Trump up as the, like dressed up as like the Joker, no, and like Hillary Clinton with like the the two face mask? No. Oh yeah, I did actually. That was pretty like the memes and shit. That's pretty appropriate. My man Gus was on top of that a long time ago. Shouts out to Gus. But um, yeah, man, I don't, Donald Trump is our president, and it was like, <laughs> like it wasn't. Can you even, say it again? Can you say it again? I don't. Donald Trump is our president. Amazing. That's all. Thank you. Mm-hmm. There's so many. There's so many things that I'm interested to see. <laughs> there's so many moments that like I'm gonna. I have to pay attention to from now until then. Like I have to watch Obama. Oh, Barack Obama's behavior. Mm-hmm. Because we've been very critical of him, and rightly so. I mean, he's yeah, the president, yeah. and, and you especially. <laughs> he's a sucker. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I was waiting on that. I was waiting on those. <laughs> But, um, like, if I was him, <laughs> and Barack Obama is not me, <laughs> he's nowhere close to me, I would, I would, I would wild the fuck out. <laughs> I'm like, really? Uh-huh. Like, this is, this is, this is who you guys are following me up with, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a rap. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm Russell Westbrook in it <laughs> for the rest of my term. Dude. And just in petty ways, too. Not just because you're probably talking about some highbrow political ways. Like, no, you know, like, I mean, like, you know, I start smoking squares again I was gonna, in the White House. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you know, like, all the shower rods <laughs> and chandeliers are in danger. Oh <laughs> Barack and God. Michelle, for these last few months, they're like, yo, we're going to send this bitch out on the back. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Like, and it was, it, is it was it ever really close? Um, not not in the way that the states unfolded. No, like if if the states unfolded a different way, I'm sure they would have been like, "Oh, okay, Hillary's up." But though there were all, there was only one point I remember that she was up, and that's when they announced California for her, and then she right. went about twenty points. Be like, "Okay, it's all good, we good." But no, I mean, but at, at that point, he was already at like. Two sixty or something. No, no, no. Right? I, 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 when they, when they got when she got California, they were still like in the like one ninety oh, situation, okay, okay. and maybe he had two ten or something. Okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. When she got California, that put her ahead by twenty. So it was, she had like two ten to his one ninety or one ninety his his one seventy. I forget what it was, but um, again at that point, like you know Ohio and these other key states. I'm not sure Florida was called yet at that point. Um. I'm sorry. By the the time I was watching, by the time I was watching, and I was watching late, like I started watching at like 10, 30, 11 Mm -hmm. o'clock, like Florida had already went to him. Mm -hmm. Everything they announced was breaking news. I can't believe Donald Trump just won Ohio, uh, Iowa. Breaking Mm -hmm. news. 
Donald Trump is ahead in Michigan. <laughs> Breaking news, Donald Trump is ahead Yo. in Wisconsin. Like, I wasn't here in the states that, that Hillary was winning. <laughs> it's like you you mess them. They'd be like little ones here and there. Like, Well, even once, and like, I just thought that would automatically go to her. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Like, like she lost a lot of, like, mm-hmm. traditionally blue states. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she lost them or if... No, she definitely Donald lost Donald Trump won them. She definitely lost <laughs> Why are oh. you not giving him credit, Will? <laughs> like, I, don't, I can't remember if it was New Hampshire or Vermont. One of those was, like, a heavy blue state, yeah. and he was campaigning yeah. in there for, like, the last, like, he was he made, like, five stops yeah. there. And he won that bitch. No, she, no, she won Vermont. Maybe it's New Hampshire then. No, let's pull up the map just for doing this conversation, just so we know. And Will's here. Right. We got a fact check. <laughs> and who would better to fact check than... It's corporate media bullshit with CNN. I actually forget that. But here's a map right here with Yahoo. No, it looks like Yahoo. No, she had, yeah, why not? It's better than CNN. Probably Google. <laughs> but yeah, no. She got Vermont. Okay. That was, was it New Hampshire? I said it might have been New Hampshire. Maybe. What are you talking I don't know. Where were you? I was here. <laughs> you know where I was? Where? I was at the gym. Because... I didn't want to be like on like the computer or whatever. Like I said all my piece about Hillary before the polls like closed. Like blah blah blah, Hillary scum, so is Trump, whatever. I voted for Jill Stein. It's a wrap. I went to the gym, just be like, okay, Hillary's about to be president, so let me just, you know, you know, work up a little sweat or whatever. <laughs> because I don't want to be online with people like, oh my God, I would have heard history in the making. Like I didn't, I wasn't interested in being a part of that conversation. I wasn't, and I, and this is hard for me because I pride myself on being a politically aware, socially conscious individual. So I was intentionally trying not to be conscious of anything going on last night. Right. But instead, what I found out when I get to the gym, the TV is on, and they got Donald Trump up there. So I went from going to the gym and trying to like burn off a little, you know, kill some time. <laughs> To like, shit, I can't lift waste now because now this heart of mine, not that I'm scared of Trump, but it was just so surprising, so so shocking to the system that like, you know, trying to bench press and do all that stuff was not the move last the, night while that was on TV. The last place I wanted to be was in public. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this before it, or just in general? In general. Okay. In general. Whether Hillary won or not. Yeah, yeah. Win. I didn't want to be in public. I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to see all the women basking in the, the glass from the ceiling the that was shattered. Yeah. Or, you know, all the, you know, Trump supporters being disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I imagine with the outcome, I really wouldn't have wanted to be out there because everybody I saw excited, mm-hmm. I would have been wanting to whoop they monkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have wanted yeah, to be out there in all black. And, and, you know, your supporters... They're your listeners, they know you, they know the brand, they know where your heart lies. But can we walk through that real quick? Why you wanted, why you would feel compelled to whoop the shit out of some Hillary supporters? Because no, no, not Hillary supporters. I was talking oh. about Trump supporters. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. For, for me, for me, Hillary supporters kind of unnerved me that way. And the reason I, I kind of wanted to walk through that is because you know people assume that if you don't want Hillary to win, that you must be either some spoiled, entitled millennial. Or you just must be super sexist. Right. You just don't want there to be a woman president. And that is the part that is super frustrating. Is the fact that, no, I'm not a spoiled millennial. And no, I'm not sexist. Uh, but the frustrating part is to see people uh, allow Hillary Clinton and the establishment Democrats to position her as if she truly is a 
feminist just by virtue of the fact that she happened to be born a woman. Right. And by virtue of the fact that she's just not as dangerous or deadly as Trump. Very true. So, like, that's what I was, that's what I was telling you my issue was. Like, I feel like their whole campaign should have been way more, like, like at that point when Trump was like, what do you got to lose? <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. black people, mm-hmm. what do you got to lose? Mm-hmm. What is there? Mm-hmm. I feel like Hillary should have been like, look, man, this is who we up against. Like, yep. vote for me yep. because you don't want to vote for him. Mm-hmm. And not all this Obama coming out there. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton. More qualified than I am. What? Jay Z and Beyonce coming out there. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> like no, she's just the yeah. she's just the the option that isn't Preach. a Preach. reality star who can't properly manage his hair, mm-hmm. who has been propped up as a this you know like mm-hmm. millionaire mogul, mm-hmm. which. Albeit he has been successful somewhat as a businessman, yeah. but he's had, as far as businessmen being successful, he's been okay. Like, he's had a, he's a been lot whatever. Of- but, you know, that him being a successful businessman in America don't really mean nothing because America is a place where you could be a, an F up, like a royal screw up. Right. And still thrive as long as you got millions and billions padded. I mean, like, when these, like, bank, Wall Street CEOs and all that, when they crash the economy, they got bonuses. Right. For for being failures, sure. they were getting paid like, literally like a hundred, two hundred million dollars severance pay and all this stuff for for messing stuff up. Sure. And with all the corporate welfare that's out there and all the incentives that are out there for when rich people fall, there will always be a safety net for them. Mm-hmm. Even by that measurement, him being a, a, a wealthy man in America, that's not impressive to me because you see all the bankruptcies and stuff that he had. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean that's why I I mean I voted third party as well. Who you vote? I didn't vote for Joe Stein. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I voted for Gary Johnson. I definitely did. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And and yeah, I know he didn't know what Aleppo was, but I feel like that that shouldn't have been his whole narrative. No, it's okay. No, it shouldn't have been. What What made you want to vote for Gary? Well, and not Jill, or not write in Bernie. Okay, um, number one, I want third-party candidates that make it to the ballot to mm-hmm. be taken more seriously. For sure. um, I don't fully buy into the me not voting for so-and-so, or me, me not voting for Hillary as a vote for Trump, or me right. voting for a third party as a vote for Trump. Right. I didn't buy into that shit necessarily, but I do, I do want to vote, I do want to show that Third party candidates that make it onto the ballot need to be respected. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, seeing as how I'm voting in Illinois anyway, yeah, right. and it's going to be a Democratic state yeah. anyway, like we're in a position where we can kind of, you know, I, I wanted that third party candidate to get some to get some votes. Mm-hmm. Jill Stein, I, honestly, I don't know a lot about her. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I did hear a clip about her talking about supporting reparations, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But niggas is not going. <laughs> white folks is not going <laughs> to let her win yeah, off that shit. Yeah. But um, and then again, like I was having a conversation with Emmanuel, and I was like, Emmanuel E, not Emmanuel on the podcast. Person, yeah. Um, shouts out to him because that nigga caused a lot of drama in my life and on the podcast <laughs> and on my page. At any rate, um. <laughs> what was I saying? You were talking to Emmanuel. 
about right. I was talking to him, and I was like, it could really come down to like a last second decision, like who I vote for, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because depending on what Facebook I post, I see. On the way to the polls, if I see a bunch of like the feminazis on there, (laughs) oh my god, I can't wait for it to happen. (laughs) I can feel it in my ovaries. (laughs) I know Hillary's gonna, I'm with her. Hashtag, I'm with her. Mm -hmm. Hashtag, her story. Hashtag, she did it. Oh, she did it. Like, depending (laughs) on how many of those I see, I could honestly go in there and just like, (laughs) for all the wrong reasons, write a big. But like I mean the thing that I did see, mm-hmm. ironically, going there was a lot of people like, Yeah, man, fuck it, I'm about to go get this bitch my vote. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just gotta make sure this nigga don't win. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. you don't have to give her your vote. Yeah. Like if you don't want to vote for somebody you don't want to vote for, don't Ooh. vote for them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the ultimate anti-intellectual argument the idea that you should vote your conscience and that we should do away with two-party monopoly but for the whole last year and a half last two years democrats and republicans republicans been saying like yeah two-party system is bad but you only can vote for two candidates right and that's that's frustrating you know like i had the same thought process when i was going in to vote and you know first of all i was able to vote for bernie in the um primary. So I was comforted by the fact that, you know what, I got to stand in solidarity with my bro, uh, Bernie Sanders, whatever, right? Then I got to a place of, the presidency was the last one I filled out. I even went through all that judge shit. (laughs) All that dumb judge shit. I I was like Googling, like, is this judge a piece of shit, or is this what... I was doing, I went through all of that. Yeah, I went through all of that shit. and, And because one, it hurt my heart to not be able to draw a line for... I could have wrote Bernie in. Right. But one, it's such a it's a harder road for write-ins. <coughs> I was gonna me, say that too. <coughs> to be elected, primarily because not every state allows write-ins. So even in my mind, I had this epic fantasy of like the polls are coming in, Bernie yeah. Sanders with the steel. Oh right. my god! But it's just not possible because no. not every state allows write-ins, right? So with that, and also Bernie, and I don't think Bernie's a sellout the way a lot of liberals be trying to say. Bernie did what he had to do to try to keep the Democratic Party together, right? Like, I don't blame Bernie at all. But what Bernie did demonstrate was that he felt the best route at after he was eliminated was to hoist up Hillary Clinton. Right. So I'm like, I'm not going to write him in because let's say my hypothetical political wet dream comes true and he gets enough votes to where it's a conversation. Well, he's probably just going to say, it's in the best interest of the people sure. for Hillary Clinton to be the president. Um, yeah, Gary Johnson, I wasn't going to vote for him. I mean, no disrespect to anybody who did. He just wasn't for me. But, you know, the Green Party with Jill Stein and that brother, you know, they, they are more in line with my... Ideals and like you said, I wanted the fact that she was on the ballot to be respected and not just be treated like because she deserves to be on the political scene. Um, but you know, it was tough. That was the last one, yeah, that I filled out. Like even with as being as aware as I'd like to think I am, I like, did all those like like the issues we had to vote mm-hmm, on or whatever. Yeah. I did all that shit first too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, for you, Donald Trump is president. What is that? What is that? Well, hold on. Before we get there, I don't mean to bogart your situation now. I'm taking over the road. No, it's fine. It's fine. I, I very rarely have people ask me questions. But, um... Uh-oh. Um, 
What was I trying to say? Okay, so how how Trump got here? You you made the comment earlier about does Trump get any credit? What do you give Donald Trump credit for in this uh, in this political campaign? Um, he got fifty something million votes out of last number I checked, like a hundred and twenty something million people voted. Mm-hmm. So as of now, she won the popular vote, but he got she 53, did. 54 or something million people to vote for him. How, yeah. did, how did he do that? Um, well, there, there are multiple tiers, I feel like, to his approach mm-hmm. that I don't feel like were mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, there were instances where information came out that he couldn't control, but even consider the things that he can control, like mm-hmm. the things that come out of his mouth. <laughs> Um, who works on his staff. Right. These were things that show, to me, the traits of, like, a risk taker. Mm. And mm. Yeah. America loves, you know, for lack of a better term, like a badass. Oh, yeah, for sure. And... Mm-hmm. We respect that. Yeah. That's and why then, Stone Cold Steve Austin was, like, the most popular wrestler for a long time. Because exactly. everybody wants to be able to beat the shit out of their boss. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, anytime. I mean, that's why people like Jackass. Like, mm-hmm. Jackass is a ridiculous plot, it's but people why? I love Jackass. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's just people doing dumb shit mm-hmm. that you wouldn't expect. Right. It's why people love Michael Scott in the office. Mm-hmm. It's like these, he, he does these things that can be looked at as blunders, but there are a, I think we underestimated the people in the country that were like, very unhappy with a black president. No, yeah, for sure. Um, this whole thing has been weird for them. Mm-hmm. And they're just looking for... They are looking... If, if, the, if the country is off track, they want to get back to what they know. And what they know mm-hmm. is powerful white men. Mm-hmm. And I feel like more than anything, Donald Trump capitalized off of that. Off of the fact that mm-hmm. for however many years this country has been established... Mm-hmm. White men have run it. Yeah. And all of the issues, once we get back to this, all of the issues can be attributed to this young nigga that we let run shit for these eight years. And we let these monkeys have their fun. <laughs> right. But let's get, let's let's truly, in his own words, like, let's make America great again. Yeah. And America was great when, we don't know when it was great, but we're pretty sure a white <laughs> man was running it when it was. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a brilliant point. Um, a few brilliant points, um, especially when you talk about the fact that um, people were so unsatisfied with Obama. And I have a video that I haven't put out yet, but there were many mistakes that the Hillary campaign made. One of them was hugging Obama's political nuts so tightly mm-hmm. in a climate where obviously Republicans were dissatisfied with him but in a climate where a lot of progressive democrats were We're really feeling obama yeah and she immediately it was like a blanket you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like oh no i'm with the president i love everything he does i love everything he stands for and i'm going to be obama point you know 2.0 sure and if people (laughs) if republicans don't like obama and you're hoping to put some of those republican votes because let's Mm -hmm. not lose sight of the fact a lot of republican voters did not want to vote for trump sure they didn't. Okay, so if you're trying to steal some of those votes, if you're trying to get a lot of the independents who are in the middle, if you're trying to continue to inspire Democrats who voted for Obama, 
but who don't like them to, you know, come out for you. You, she should have been like, I'm a, I'm on my own, I'm my own woman. Right. A real G move for her would have been like, President Obama's done some cool stuff. He done some not so cool stuff. You know, my Latino brothers and sisters. You know, they, you know, an astronomical rate of deportations under this president. I don't think that's cool. Yeah, that would have been a real G move for her. Yeah, but instead, <laughs> even if it's a lie, because we obviously know she doesn't really feel that way on the inside. Right. But she. She lost, she actually, in trying to prove how independent of a woman she was, she actually conceded a lot of her independence as a woman by trying to tie herself so so closely to Obama instead of saying, like, no, because I'm an independent, free-thinking woman, Obama, you cool. I'm not going to be the next Obama. I'm mm -hmm. going to be the first Hillary. I'm not even going to be the, the next bill. I'm going to be the first Hillary. That would have been, been a, a awesome slogan for her. I'm my own woman. Mm -hmm. That would have been great because mm -hmm. that would have separated her from Bill's bullshit. Mm -hmm. That would have separated her from Barry's bullshit. Yep. And then she could kind of just, you know, stand on her own. And it would make it a little bit better when she was trying to be in defense of that email shit. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about that for a second, Will? Yeah, sure, because sure. I feel like a lot of people poo-poo that because they don't really understand exactly what it is. Yeah. They think that, you know, she had some... I don't, I don't even know if they know that yeah. she had an email server set up in her in bathroom. I don't even know if they know what exactly an email server does. <laughs> I think they may be thinking that we're, you know... She was receiving, you know, gap coupons or like, you know, some kind of stupid like government spam yeah. where they were sending out the, the menu in the cafeteria yep. or some shit. Right. But like there was there, there was vital information. <laughs> Tops uh, I know yeah. the term top secret is yeah. weird yeah. because you know you see it in a Tom Cruise yeah. movie and all of a sudden uh, it's like, you know, dun, dun, but like dun, dun. very, very very official shit. Yep. Like she was the Secretary of State. Mm -hmm. Like it's like president, vice president, speaker of the house, secretary yeah, of state, yeah, yeah. or is it secretary yeah. of state speaker of no, the house? No, I think you're right, a speaker and then secretary. Okay. So like she's like fourth in line if some wild yep. shit goes on. Like yep. she's Keith or Sutherland in this new, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, which designated I would, survivor. Which I really show. want to get into. I haven't watched it. But yet. like as much as people talk about and Obama came out, you know, and I really don't like jokes when there are like obvious comebacks. Mm. Like you know, uh, Obama made some kind of comment about you know if we can't if we can't trust Trump with his Twitter, how can we trust him with nuclear codes? And I'm just like, my yeah. man, <laughs> do y'all email those codes? <laughs> do those codes come through email, my man? Yes, sir. <laughs> so like, I, I know we're making light of it, and yeah. I'm gonna get these jokes off, but I really, <laughs> I really want you to help explain. Yeah. What some of that email shit was, because I think a lot of people yeah. was, ha have a misconception. Well, I mean, you set it up perfectly, and you've done the easy work for me. To work backwards, a lot of people got it twisted, and they thought that people were upset that you know Hillary Clinton has a private email account while she's a public servant. That's not what the deal was. Like you laid out, when she was Secretary of State, she's working on behalf of the United States government. She's working on behalf of our interests. Mm -hmm. She and, and being Secretary of State for people who really you know need some clarification, you're pretty much the liaison for all the foreign affairs on behalf of not just the president, but on behalf of the country. Right. As a means of record keeping in this new age of email and internet and all that. 
they have email, special email services set up for uh, government officials and certainly for, um, you know, secretaries of state. Hillary Clinton had a private email server in her house that only she and her team could really access. That's problematic because what Hillary was trying to say was that, oh, I'm not the only secretary of state who had an email situation. She was kind of lying because Colin Powell had his own private email address, like Colin Powell at Yahoo.com, right. instead of using the Colin Powell at secretshit.gov. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? That's what Colin Powell did. And right. I think Condoleezza Rice did the same thing as well. So those are just natural, understandable mistakes that older folks stepping into an internet age didn't really know how to navigate. That I should have my own personal email address for personal stuff, and this government stuff should be on a whole nother channel. What Hillary did was far more Hillary did was far more nefarious because she had it on a private email server that even the federal government, with all their checks and balances, the State Department could not check it without her approval. Right. The reason why that's important is because when you leave office, when you leave Secretary of State, you're supposed to turn over all the records. Sure. For future record keeping and also just so people can look at the receipts and make sure that we're not about to get into some wild shit right. overseas. Hillary Clinton did not turn over her emails until two years after she left office. And by the time she turned them over, she had deleted over 100,000. So somebody has to ask themselves, well, why would you wait? First of all, why do you need a private email server in your career? Why? Which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen who don't like talking about this email thing, this is important because she lied. She told the American people that the email server was allowed. Then she went from saying, though, that it's allowed to, well, nobody told me I couldn't do it. And then the State Department said, no, we actually told her many times that we couldn't do it. Please fact check me, ladies and gentlemen. You go on YouTube. This Hillary Clinton's people actually had the audacity to tell the State Department when they wanted to check the email server. They said they told the State Department, don't ever ask us about this again. Okay, so you're talking about a, a position, a government position that requires incredible transparency for the safety of the United States of America. And she circumvented that transparency by having her own email server. And she convinced a lot of her surrogates, a lot of her sheep, I'm sorry to say, that somehow what she did was just the same as what anybody else did. Which one, if that was true, why do you want to lower yourself to that standard? You know what I mean? But again, that's why the email thing is relevant. And it's also relevant because when we talk about the Clinton campaign, I don't know if people watch House of Cards, but a lot of times to bring up, you know, uh, fake, you know, TV scenarios is a good parallel. It helps people understand politics a little better. Do you watch House of Cards? No. Oh, my God, you should. So I won't give it away for anybody who's not watching. Shooting on my programming choices. (laughs) But long story short, oh. to stop all this rambling about Hillary and these emails, this email thing is a, is a huge problem because, again, there should be complete transparency when it comes to the sending of emails and what, and what your correspondences are. And this is why I brought up House of Cards, because she has her own Clinton Foundation. Right. Now, what's, you know what's interesting to me? When athletes like LeBron or whoever it is, Allen Iverson, when they have like a give some turkeys to the hood kind of, you know, charity foundation. Right. Or when rappers have their own like little, you know, give back to the hood drive. Everybody immediately questions it. People say, oh, you know, he's he's not really trying to help out the poor. 
He's not really trying to get back to the hood. There's just some PR stuff so he can pretend like he's doing some stuff, right? People say that about different athletes, for uh-huh. sure. I, I know a lot of I know a lot of folks, especially black folks, who aren't pleased with certain athletes given, you know, having charitable organizations because they're like, oh, you know, that's just some PR stuff to make it look like they're a good person. But hmm. have they beat women? I'm sorry, I'm off. But what I'm trying to make is is that Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton camp. The Clinton Foundation, mm-hmm. on paper, I know y'all like to believe what the news tells you. On paper, it looks like, oh, they're trying to cure AIDS in Africa and do that, this, that, and the third. That company is really a shell company for money that they're getting from foreign entities and corporations yeah. so that they can purchase influence from Bill and Hillary Clinton. Because they can't come out, you know, if I'm the prince of, you know, Saudi Arabia or whatever, right? I can't just write you a $10 million check and be like, yo, here, Hillary, man. I mean, I could. But it would be shady. That would look crazy. Right. (laughs) So what do we do? do? Okay, I want to give some money to the Clinton Foundation so you can, you know, buy pencils and school supplies for little orphans in Angola. You know what I mean? What that winds up doing is that that buys them political favors. That buys them... I mean, one quick example is Hillary... uh, Oh, my God. I should have Googled this before I came back so I remember his brother's name or this asshole's name, rather. But he he pretty much was allowed to do weapons deals with Iran, with Iranian officials. Right. At a time when we had sanctions against Iran. And the reason why he was able to do that is because he was a close friend of the Clintons and he gave money to the Clinton Foundation. So if you look at the airport logs, the airplane logs, it looks like, oh, he was on this airplane with Bill Clinton so they could free the whales or whatever. But they were really going over there so they could broker weapons deals and other kind of, you know, trade agreements or whatever sure. that benefits this private individual. So it's just pay-to-play politics. So all of this stuff ties in to the fact that this woman had her own uh, email server wouldn't let anybody check it. And once she did get around to say, okay, here, you can see what's inside. But first, I got to le- delete 100,000 of these joints. And a conscious person, a person with some critical thinking and some common sense, even if you love Hillary, you have to ask yourself, why would she want to delete 100,000 emails? Why would she need to have her own personal server? And more importantly, why would she lie about both of them? It's because she's a girl. That's my answer. So she's a girl? A crook. Oh, a crook. Okay. Wow. Powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Powerful stuff. Hi, Bradley. Bradley! How are you? How are you? That's a nice trench coat. Don't sing to my sister. <laughs> That's not singing. That's what cool. I know what that does. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Um, wow. It's crazy. Donald Trump is president. Donald Trump is president. Yeah, I mean, did you hear what Donald, uh, what uh, my man Howard Stern did? To my before all this, like when they wanted him to like release. Yeah, and he wouldn't do it. Yeah, that was a smooth move. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and it was smart. He's like, "Yo, Trump came on here to be an entertainer, right? I'm not going to sell him out." And compromise the integrity of my future guests. And two, it's not my damn fault y'all considering him for president. I don't have to bail you out because all right. of a sudden he's in this serious position. He came on here to entertain. He did what he came to do. Is I'm the not, is the pussy grabbing thing similar? 
Is it where? Is is the pissy is the pussy grabbing comment similar? What you mean? Similar to just kind of talking and. Yeah, I mean it is. I mean, and, and I wonder who put that out there. Right. But you know, I mean, you look at TMZ and how they come about. Even though TMZ aren't the one that, that broke that story, but like, how did TMZ get the information? Because they're out in the open about paying people for stories. Sure. And so, the cameraman could have sound that. tech. Anybody. Yeah. A year or two ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. sound guy. Anybody could have recorded that. Somebody just inside there, because again, we don't see video, so it could be just somebody turned on their phone, like, yo, I'm in here. It's a conversation with Trump. I'm going to record it. Now that man about to be president, they're like, yo, I can make some money off this joint. So, I mean, that's also, that kind of ties in just the fact that you really got to know your circle <laughs> and, and know who you can say certain things around. <laughs> With technology and social media and everything, which mm-hmm. way is this going to go? Because, and I'm not, I'm, like mm-hmm. for instance, I'm not an NBA player, mm-hmm. um, and this could be a, a bad example, but um, was it D'Angelo Russell who recorded yeah, Swaggy yeah. P? Mm-hmm. He's good now. Mm-hmm. He's, I, I mean, he may not be, like if he gets traded from the Lakers, motherfuckers right. might not fuck with him right. like that in, in personal. Right. But he's good. Yeah. Donald Trump was recorded saying, grab him by the pussy, mm-hmm. they like it. When, when you're rich, you don't <laughs> even have to ask. They want yeah. you to do it. When you're rich, they want you to do it. Yeah. And he's the president now. Yeah. So is it... I was I, I was talking to Jessica, and I'm going to talk to her later, but yeah. she was saying that, like, kids coming up now are going to be, like, way more conscious of what they're saying and doing when they're being recorded, what's on their social media. Is it going to go that way, or is it going to go the other way to mm, where... It's when we're it. When we're electing a president in in 20 years or 30 years from now and it comes out that you know what I'm saying he he said that he, there's some pictures of him putting his thumb in a girl's ass or, or <laughs> whatever it is and people are just kind of like oh, okay well I mean everybody remember when Trump said grab him by the pussy like we don't that, that shit happens everybody's got something on their social that's, media that's an incredible incredible um, point because uh, look at Anthony Weiner right right now with the exception of the Allegation because it's been put out there that his recent situation might involve some underage girls, which mm-hmm. is a different thing. But before, what did he do? He sent some crazy pictures. It was not even crazy. Just pictures of himself to a woman who, you know, wasn't his wife. That's bad, right? But That is bad. <laughs> well, that, that is the worst part, in my opinion. Right, right. But other than that, you know what I mean? Like, But, yeah, we just have crazy double standards when it comes to uh, what we choose to forgive. Isn't that slut shaming? Cho- Aren't we slut shaming him? <laughs> we're not slut shaming him? I don't Trump? know. Keep going. I'm no, sorry. I don't no, I mean so. Anthony Weiner. We're not, not slut shaming Anthony Weiner? Yeah, I mean, in a way. I mean, because, I mean, could you imagine, and, you know, obviously this is going to cause some hot water, but could you imagine if, you know, a, uh, a woman, a female political figure, you know, took pictures of her body and sent it? What would people say? Oh, well, it's her body. She could do what she wants. Her husband don't own her. What's so bad with her would cinema? They? I, don't <laughs> I know. think so. I mean, I mean, obviously there would be a segment of people, especially Republicans, because they just are jerks, just in general. I mean, not with First Lady Melania Trump, bro. Come on, <laughs> she's got a porn. She's got Playboys. She's got she's got like nude photo sets. Like, set that out, Trump. <laughs> Make her the. Imagine taking her to other countries. Like, yeah. dudes is probably gonna think that they can like. 
get it, like niggas gonna be shooting at Trump's bitch, <laughs> <laughs> and they gonna be thinking that they can get it. They gonna be like, yo, I saw your bitches, yeah. and bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What up? Yo, real quick, like going back to the grab them by the uh, private situation. Um, what do you feel I'm about a lot of private? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to say. Oh, I gotta tell you a story about this girl. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you feel, or how do you feel about the athletes who came out and said that, that that's not how men talk in private? That's bullshit. <laughs> that's just like men yes. saying. That's just like if, that's just like if a guy came up to me, a straight supposedly straight guy, athlete. Right. Just like if one of these same athletes was like, "I am very excited on my own to go see Moonlight." <laughs> I'd be like, "You're lying. I don't believe you." Can I be honest? What Moonlight, Moonlight looks like a compelling film. Sure. <laughs> Did you hear the last podcast? Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, uh, not the whole thing. I, I got up to it. Moonlight seems like a fine movie. I'll probably <laughs> check it out at some point. But I but I am going to see a gay movie. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I just but, don't want people to act like that's not what it is. Oh, oh, I got what you're saying. Yeah. So the the, the problem isn't the fact that they would say it, the that they that they're excited to see the movie. The, the issue you take is that they're saying that they're going to see the movie, but acting like it's not a gay film. No, my issue is that you're acting like you're not seeing this movie to make an impression on someone. Oh, I got you. Like, if it's me, you, you. if it's me, you, E, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, your white buddy that was yeah. cool, the Asian cat that we met in Seattle that yeah. was cool. If we're all sitting around and we're like, let's go see a movie. What's playing? Mm. Nobody is going to say, let's see, go I was, see a movie. I was going to say, like, if you're about to say, let's go see a movie, let's all go see Moonlight, I'm like, uh, I, no. really, I really want to see this film. I'm not watching it with any men that I am not related to. Why? Why, you, why wouldn't you watch it with a man? Like, why? It's just a, it's just a black film. It's just a coming of age story. No, it's not. It's a, it's a gay film. And it may be one of the... I haven't seen a lot of gay films. It may be one of the better gay films. It may be one of the upper crust gay films. Just like there's uh, Selma and then there's fucking How High. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is the Selma of gay films. But it is a gay film. And this, that's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So all these athletes talking about, uh, you know, that's not how we talk in private. Yeah. You're lying. Mm-hmm. That's how you talk on the basketball court. That's real. That's I, how you talk on the baseball I mean, field. I mean, that's how we talk in... T- when we're just having common sense conversations. It was just ridiculous with Trump because Trump, in addition to being obvious sexist, is just somebody just with no filter, no rule, and you can't trust him in the context of being president. But for people to act like, I mean, women, I think, would agree with that, that men have a much easier time having physical exchanges with women when they have lots of money and or celebrity. Yeah. I can go... You know, you know. If I walk down the street and randomly touch five women on the ass, mm-hmm. right? Just me, as I am in my circumstances. True. And down this street, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, where we at right now in King Drive, there's a good chance. That, let's just say all five of them would have an issue with it. Right. Let's just say I was gonna say one out of the five might mm-hmm. be cool. Let, all five of them like get your damn hands off me. Right. If I walk down the street, right? I say I'm Drake. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, baby. You know what I mean? I just... 
Let me just touch it real quick. I mean, don't even give her a chance to say yes. She, I don't think all five of those women are going to be as quick to beat the brakes off of him if they even do it at all. And that is just a regular acknowledgement that just in general, we have an obscene infatuation with celebrities. So much so that we let our guard down in so many areas like presidential elections mm-hmm. where we just let them do whatever they want or say whatever they want because they entertainers and they we think it's cute, we think it's funny and we're actually impressed or flattered that this person wants to grab our ass and they famous. I'm going to take it to the next level. Uh-oh. You're taking it from this end. I'm going to come around on this end. On <laughs> you're going to Derek Rose this topic. <laughs> oh my God. I would Sympathy say... Rose, miss you, bro. Love you, man. Uh-huh. All that. Dude. All that. Run them hoes. Uh, <laughs> Not guilty. Keep more on. than that, I will say, if you are walking down the street, mm. and uh, in, and this is any street. Yeah, okay. And if you broke or not, let's say a broke nigga, mm-hmm. two broke niggas. Mm-hmm. There's one guy who walks up on a girl, and he like slaps her ass, or he says hi, or mm-hmm. whatever. The next guy, if he just walks up and slaps this bitch's ass and man, man, you fine as fuck. What's up? There are uh, there's a high percentage of women that respond to that. Yeah. And I'm not saying like beeping your horn at yeah, bitch. I'm yeah. saying aggressive moves. Yeah. There are yeah. assholes. You know, uh, yeah. nice guys finish last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's that has a lot to do with it as well. Like yeah. I'm gonna be president. I don't even fuck with nobody. Say mm-hmm. she's a crook. I know you don't want to hear it. Don't give a shit. She's a crook. Uh, and I'll tell you something else. I'll tell you something else. <laughs> and motherfuckers responded to that, especially in the day and age where, um, and I, I hate using this term, but where cisgendered men are being um, suppressed, like the 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 the, the straight man. The the manly man, the guy's guy, right. like those terms are disgusting now. Mm-hmm. Like there was a time when you could be like, man, you know, a man ain't shit if he don't know how to change a tire. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in the, in the why does a why does that make mm-hmm. him not a man? Mm-hmm. Maybe he doesn't identify with changing tires as part of his repertoire. <laughs> right. They're just like, yo, like I think, I think there was a, a percentage of people that heard him t- heard that whole spiel with him in the trailer and was like, that's what's up. I fucks with that. I fucks with Trump. I would say that. <laughs> And for people to be any any athlete that says they don't talk like that, they're lying because there's Dude. a percentage of if you haven't if you have and okay he was talking about some random chick mm-hmm. whatever for all we know he could have smashed her, mm-hmm. but if you if you are in a relationship with a woman and you've never told her you want to grab her by the pussy or like just <laughs> walk to him and, and and if you've never grabbed a woman that you're in a relationship where you feel comfortable with by the pussy you need to check yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself together. She wants it. You want it too. Hilarious. I'm not saying like just walk up to some random chick, but I mean try that. You know? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm just saying like oh next time god. you're walking around the crib and it's Sunday and you and your girl are chilling. That's you and your girl. That's different from a Trump situation. No, that was not his girl. He was talking about a chick that you know he was low key like kind of flirting with or whatever. Like, yeah, but he but talking about what girl. he do once he got with her. He wasn't saying watch. He wasn't saying watch this. Before this interview, I'm gonna go out here and grab her by the no, pussy. And I wait, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. I am not defending Donald Trump. <laughs> that is not what I'm doing. <laughs> I am defending power moves, <laughs> wow. power tie, power suit. <laughs> you're defending patriarchy. That's, that's a hitch. That's a hitch line. Will reminded me of a hitch line. He's, he's, 
He's the poor man's Will Smith. <laughs> He's the art, more artsy Will Smith. I, I get a, I get that a lot. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, man. You know, this is the nation we're living in. Donald Trump is your president. The arrogance of Hillary. I mean, can I be real about something? As awful as it is that Donald Trump is president, I so enjoyed seeing the salty look on Hillary's face and so enjoyed seeing the salty look on a lot of her closed-minded supporters' faces. You know what I mean? Because not only did they just assume that they had it in the bag, but they felt that they could just waltz their way to this thing without showing at least some form of hum- humility. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she ain't got to apologize for emails. She ain't got to apologize for super predators. She ain't got to apologize for flip-flopping on TPP and the Keystone Pipeline and this Wall Street craziness that's destroyed the middle. She ain't got to apologize for that. Why? Why should she have to? Donald Trump ain't got to apologize. So that kind of arrogance, same kind of arrogance that um, uh, Trump, I mean, that Hillary had was like eight years ago when she was running against Barack. She was saying all types of crazy stuff about Barack. I remember because I'm a Trinitarian. She used the fact that Fox News was spinning that whole Reverend Wright thing. And she could not say, you know what? Barack Obama's an American. He worships where he worships. He said how he felt about it. You could leave it alone. You know who did that? John McCain. Remember that white woman stood up in that audience and said, he's a terrorist. He's a Muslim. You remember this? And John McCain just said, when John McCain was campaigning, John McCain said, ma'am. He sat her down, took the mic. He said, "Ma'am, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> this man's American." She was stunned. She said, "What? Nigger lover? <laughs> you know what I mean?" Hillary did not do that. She slandered Barack in such a crazy way. Her surrogates put out a picture of Barack, making it look like he was some, you know, voodoo worshiping, like African spear chuck or whatever. She put that out to her surrogates, and she was surprised. When this black man came out of nowhere and beat her. So it's that same kind of arrogance that's kept, that caught hey, up with them today. Hey, don't mention John McCain. He got <laughs> caught. He's a loser. He's a loser. Okay? I, I prefer guys. I respect get war heroes that don't get caught. Okay? <laughs> He's a loser. Yikes. That's a quote from now President Donald Trump. Yikes. He's a loser. I don't like all of my war heroes. They didn't get caught. They came home. They didn't Yikes. get caught. But it's that kind of... Tell them to give me a high five. (laughs) (laughs) It's that kind of arrogance, though, that did them in. Uh, Speaking of Hillary arrogance, do you remember this clip of of, uh, Father Flager at Trinity? No. Going in on Hillary? No. I'm going to play a little bit of this. I'm sure the thing can catch it. I don't know. We might get pulled from YouTube. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. (laughs) We might get pulled from SoundCloud. (laughs) Fair use. But pretty much, I'll play this for you later. Father Flaker going in yeah. because this is when Obama beat her, and you know he was like, "Oh, Hillary's crying. Oh, I'm a white woman. I lost the election. This black man stole it from me." Like he was going off just about how entitled she was about it, mm-hmm. and you know she's not she's not uh, going off the rails right now. But again, there was a whole lot of arrogance um, and entitlement that went into her campaign, and. You know, you deserve it. Serves you right. They were talking about how they were worried that Trump wasn't going to identify with, like, the working class. Mm-hmm. And I think the Democrats, like, with Hillary trying to, like, pander and buy all these votes, like, they see that yeah. as money. They see that as, like... Mm-hmm. Big business, yeah. you know, you with, uh, you know, what's my man, um, 
the brothers from Jersey, uh, the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They own the, the New Jersey hockey team. They own... Some, what the fuck is his name? Jovi, Bruce. Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah. You doing the mannequin challenge on the on a private jet with Bon Jovi. <laughs> right, right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got Jay-Z and Beyonce who yeah. are nothing but money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. on stage with you. You There's all no over Mike, here. No you over no, there. Yeah. Like... Donald Trump, I mean, we know he got money, but he's oh, yeah. not flossing right now. Like, you're not, he's not having yeah. Robin Leach fucking announce his, his presidential <laughs> shit. He's being like real common, real low key. Yep. And, 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 and also, Hillary had this. Did and, you see the faces or the pictures from the Hillary uh, rally for her win? <laughs> For for her win? Well, you know, well, they were prepared for her win. Oh, oh I heard about it. But not did you see them hugging each other and crying? Oh my god! Did no, you see them watching it. the monitors with their hands over their oh, faces? Oh yeah. Oh, I heard about it. Yeah. It looked like they were watching replays of nine eleven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also too, again, just come on, Democratic establishment, DNC, y'all fucked up big time. Because going to your point about the working class individual and Republicans, they like that. They like they have for a long time been voting for rich white men mm-hmm. in the hopes that they themselves too will become rich white people. Yeah. So this idea that they took for granted that they said, oh, he's not gonna get the working class. Are you kidding me? They, they vote for this all the time. You gotta do something about this. Mm-hmm. They didn't take it seriously. And I didn't see any of those pictures of like, you know, you know, like when Obama ran, like you see those pictures of him with his sleeves rolled up with the hard hat on walking through the factories or like, you know, him walking through, you know, eating the cheeseburger or Hillary here with the people. How would it have cued you to put on an Adidas tracksuit, Hillary? (laughs) You know what I mean? Go to like a, you know, the, 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 the hostess factory or something. Say no. like, yo, how y'all put these cupcakes together? Participate yo. in the breast cancer walk. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like there were so many ways yeah. for herself to appear more human without like the whole, oh, I keep hot sauce in my bag yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Or going on Ellen to dab and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate when. Oh, and then <laughs> speaking of Ellen, I know Ellen is great. Yeah, I know amazing. she can do no wrong. She's awesome, yeah. I don't like Twitch. I don't like how she calls him out with the button and he dances. <laughs> and then when she pushes this, the button, he goes really? back away. I don't know about the button. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a button. <laughs> but she is, he is like her like resident dancer. And my man Twitch, if you're listening to this, get your money, bro. I'm just saying, <laughs> I want you to have a little bit more. Like, at least tell me you pick your own songs. Or, you <laughs> well, know, he's a DJ, something. apparently. No, that's another black guy. Show. No, no, no. Here's the DJ. He DJs on that show now. Twitch? Twitch? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, good. Maybe they gave him a little bit more responsibility. That's what's up. <laughs> Shouts out. But yeah, man. It's just... I don't know. Um, President Trump. Th- do you think that... Um, I want to say this as responsibly as possible. Do you see Donald Trump finishing this four-year term? How could he explain to me? Well, a lot of people are, you know, obviously with all his different scandals and just him being an idiot, you know, people are, you know, talking about, you know, possible impeachment at some point. Um, People are talking about just the fact that this is a very divisive and frightened country and the fact that, you know, God forbid, Mm. you know, somebody (laughs) offs him. Somebody runs up on him. Well, um, or, or the fact, or and also the notion before you answer, there's also the idea that you know he never really wanted to be president anyway, which I completely agree with. 
he never really wanted this responsibility. Even when he came out last night, he was humble, but he was still kind of like, yeah, damn, like the shit's mine now. Like I don't. But that's how Obama was too. Like I feel like that's how presidents kind of. I, I would have to relook at. Yeah. These are the only two that I really paid attention to in terms mm-hmm. of how they responded the mm-hmm. first night of them, you know, getting that power. But I would. I mean, I remember when Obama came out. Like I was down in Grant Park, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember him being very like humble. Uh, you know, my family. No, the hum- blah, humility blah, is blah. one thing. Trump, to me, maybe I'm reading too much into it. I mean, eventually he got into it, was like, yeah, we did it. Right, right. But he was like shocked. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't look prepared. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, there's a lot of people that keep, you know, reposting that quote of his talking about if he would run, he'd run as a Republican because he thinks he could win as a Republican, but he really is a Democrat and all this other shit. That'll be the other interesting too, thing, too, is the difference between Donald Trump campaigning just to get say whatever to get votes like Hillary and Donald, Donald Trump um, as you know in office actually yeah. trying to lead and uh, you know not to say that he'll be a good leader but my hope maybe it's a naive hope my hope is that he won't be as reckless now right. that he's actually got the gig sure. because like you said that recklessness that gambling mentality was a benefit for him running for president sure now that he's got it Maybe he'll uh, scale back on some of that recklessness. The other good thing is that we have a lot of checks and balances, and that presidents just can't do just whatever they right. want. I but, mean, they can they can mess some stuff up for sure. But I mean, it's, it's and and there not all Repu- he's not a very popular Republican yeah. president amongst Republicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they've got the president, they've got the Senate, and they've got the House right yeah, now. They got it all. So I mean, he may receive. He may receive some opposition from like a small sect Mm -hmm. and maybe we're underestimating how small or how large that group is but there are also if not an equal amount of people Mm -hmm. that will go with him because he's a republican and because the republican party has to be strong yeah um i was gonna make some point but i forgot what it was i can't remember feel free to interrupt if you remember but um, so coming out of all this, what advice do you have for Democratic voters who are disappointed? Um, oh, yeah. What? Okay, no, go. go, for go it. No, no, go. No, no, you go. Remember that, because I, I have, I have that. I, I have something for that. Yeah. What I was gonna say, and this is just to wrap up mm-hmm. Trump's um, campaign. Mm-hmm. He did run a very 2016 campaign. Mm-hmm. And in that, I mean, he always had something to tweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He always had some, uh, you know, Instagrammable yeah. 15 second clip that could be posted about him saying something stupid or not or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, he he ran a very 2016 campaign. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean that also in terms of not necessarily like saying what he wants, saying all the wild shit and not necessarily like flossing. Like, 2016, like, it, it is a very turn-up-driven year. Mm. But on the same level, there's a lot of people annoyed with the turn-up. And there's mm. a lot of people that... It, it's just like... It's just like if there was a rapper that came out right now. Like, okay. that um, who, that Afro guy. The rapper, the big fat dude, Afro. Oh, no. He's not that good of a rapper. But if you just come out... 
spitting over some boom bap beats. Mm. Like, there's a certain people who want that hip hop. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just don't want your name to be little. Yeah, yeah. They want you to be able to freestyle over some DJ Premier beats. Yeah. And you will get a decent amount of draw based on that. Yeah. And I think that he he attracted a very specific group of people based on them missing things. And, um,. It was, a, I mean, it, and it, and I could be giving him way too much credit, but no, I think, I think as far as those points, like it was, Hillary didn't have a lot of sound bites, and when she did, it was stuff that we knew was fake. Yeah, like the the Ellen Dabin thing, the yeah. hot sauce thing. She yeah. went on, she went on the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and had really no memorable moments. <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump would have had all types of shit. Donald Trump would have been going back and forth with Charlemagne. Donald yeah. Trump would have had something to remember from that interview. Yeah, I mean, that's the, um, again, the arrogance of Hillary Clinton and the Clinton campaign. You know, to steal a line that Jay-Z threw out there. Because Jay-Z, uh, when he was, like, making excuses for not being uh, on the front lines for black people and for on the front lines of, like, civil rights and stuff. And he said the shit, you may have heard it. He says, well, my presence is a gift. You know, just when I go around to these places, I'm at a school, that's enough. I ain't got to do it. My, just my being there gives right. people hope, you know. Uh, Hillary thought that just her showing up was just enough. That right. she didn't have to have some like well-thought-out material. Right. Some well-thought-out situations. Um, Bradley, does so, mom sleep? Huh? No. Go ahead. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, even like, and I talk about it in my video, when Anderson Cooper asked her, why are you taking 200 stacks? Hey, hey, beautiful. Pause for the black queen. Pause for the black queen. <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful. Oh, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. Keep lifting it up. Keep Absolutely. It up. Come on now. Mom, what? thoughts on President Trump? I really don't have no thoughts. Mm-hmm. Kind of deep in my thoughts right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. But like the Phoenix, come we on shall now. rise. Come on now. We okay. Amen. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. Call the order. Call the order. Come on that's now. What it is. That's right. Okay. I want her to say some wild shit. Man. <laughs> no, that's real. That's real. But you Sorry to disappoint you. After the last show, man, she got to come on here and show and prove, man. Yeah, come on. One. Oh, boy. <laughs> come on here. She, she got to get the people what they want, get the people what they need. <laughs> Listen, we're going to need you to throw a drink in someone's face. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, I mean, like, like yeah, when Anderson asked her, why are you taking 200000 from these big banks? And her, her answer, like, what would your answer would have been? Like, I mean, just try to kind of put you on the hot seat real quick. Jared, you've been taking all this money from these banks, but you, you're trying to tell the people that you're going to rein the banks in, that you're going to control them, you're going to regulate them. Jared, what sense does it make to take $200,000 from banks for private speeches? Why would you do that? That money was donated to my foundation. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. That's all. Just lie. <laughs> they... They knew that this was a, a significant attack, a significant criticism of Hillary Clinton. They knew this before that night. It's been following her for the last six, seven, eight years. You know, you remember what she said? No. Ask me the question. <laughs> I'm gonna try to, you know, if y'all can imagine, I got my, you know, my chin down to my, yeah, I got my chin on. down to my neck, my pants was up. Um, got the '80s, you know. Like, Secretary of State Clinton. Oh. 
can you talk to us about the money you were paid by the banks for those speaking engagements? Where, why were you paid $200,000 for a speaking engagement? Wow. That's what they offered. <laughs> That's what the fuck she said. <laughs> Google it. YouTube it now. That's what they offered. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and she kind of sounded like that too. Just like a parrot. That uh, like That's the best line y'all can come up with. I mean. This is your team? This is what they put you out here on the stage with? I want to hope that that's one of those things where like. We're going real, keeping it real, going wrong. Like, look, man, they asked me, why would you take two hundred thousand dollars for it? That's what they offer. That's what they. That's what the email came to my server and said. What the fuck? No, nah, man. Like, so I, mean, I may have erased it, but I'm pretty sure that's what the first offer. So was. I just bring that up just to go back into your point that like it's just this, just lack of like you said in this day and age, not having. I mean, I, I don't want to sound like corny or like a dumb millennial like people accuse us of being but she didn't have no high 16 she didn't have no memorable like instagrammable like thing that people could be like you know obama and it was because he's a charismatic dude obama you know there are tons of pictures with you know a child touching his hair like hillary you couldn't tap into none of those authentic moment with young women but it's like you said she wasn't really out here no campaigning with the people no. she was on tv she was flexing and, and hard. Yeah, she was spending money to get. She, in a, again, she in a way ran a, like maybe that shit would have worked in 08 mm-hmm. if she was running against John McCain. Maybe these mm-hmm. kind of tricks and tactics, bringing Jay Z out, doing this, doing that. She ran a very old campaign, mm-hmm. like spending. Like we are, we are the get on from YouTube era. Mm-hmm. We are the, you know, we're we're almost back to the like streaming and technology has in a way put us back into the the master P. I'm selling it out of my yeah, trunk sure. era, sure. and she's trying to get a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we don't we ain't fucking with niggas with yeah, deals. We yeah. fucking with the the young independent artists. We fucking yeah. with Chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, say Donald Trump was <laughs> on some Chance shit. He was like, I'm not fucking. Nope, yeah. I'm paying for my own and, shit. And, and, and Hillary, I didn't ask for nobody to endorse me. And this and the problem with this, Hillary was incapable of doing it because she just doesn't have the political or moral instincts to even appeal to people with fresh ideas. To appeal to people who have who aren't just going to believe everything you tell them. You know what I mean? So she doesn't even have that in her. So the team that she surrounded herself with is just a bunch of individuals who just, they think that people are still sheep. And we're in this internet age where, yeah, we still got sheep, but people can do some YouTube, some Googles, and do some critical thinking on their own. I need you to be careful here. Okay. Uh-oh. I need you to be careful here. Uh-oh. Thank you. Hillary Clinton. Thanks for the warning. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to admit to this, but I will say this. I will say that there have been situations with powerful women where their main motivation or their main ambition. No, no, no. (laughs) Their main, their, their idea of how to be powerful Mm -hmm. either comes from a man Mm -hmm. and how they observe men doing things. Mm -hmm. Or them imitating a man mm-hmm. and how they think they do things. Mm-hmm. Could this be, as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. a, a I'm my own woman campaign probably would have been a lot stronger. Yeah. A, 
<coughs> a um a female uh what um not like a a, a, a primarily female team. It would have mm-hmm. been corny. And it would have probably turned some people off, but it would have definitely cool. every woman would have yeah. you every social justice warrior who's can't tell their girlfriend they're not sell, they're not uh, voting for Hillary would have voted yeah. for her. Like if it had been like that, uh, if Hillary had been in the Taylor Swift Bad mm-hmm. Blood video, like I just I feel yeah. like she and we've seen this in other situations where like you know you get pulled over by a tough female cop and her idea of being tough is what she's seen another person do. Mm-hmm. Is this what Hillary Clinton may have fallen victim to? Well, I mean that's a powerful question. Um, I'm not going to say this in defense of Hillary. Because it's hard to defend Hillary, who has millions of dollars, so much political influence and connections. I mean, the fact that we are coming up with better strategies, by the way, for her than her team has right. is just mind-boggling. But it, So I'm not saying this in defense of Hillary, but I am saying this in defense of the condition of women in leadership, who aspire to be in leadership. Um Women do face a unique challenge, and you know there are women. There are books that uh, you know I've heard of. I'm not gonna say I read that deal you know wonderfully with this issue. Um, women are in an unfortunate situation where they still have to appease a certain element of the male power structure. Okay. Right to look like they can handle it. You sure. Know, I'm not gonna get on a job, and my cycle's gonna come, and I'm just gonna cry and fuck shit up. Right. So they have that un, un you know. Ir- unfortunate burden of responsibility. They also have the unfortunate burden of responsibility of trying not to overcompensate so much that they uh, then offend other women who sure. expect them to be softer. And then they also have another or unfortunate... Or men. Yeah, exactly. Or they have another unfortunate responsibility of also trying to cater to women who are comfortable with a male-dominated power structure. Mm-hmm. So... That I mean, what you <laughs> describe is a very real scenario that many women find themselves in. I don't think that applies to Hillary Clinton simply because she had every tool at her disposal in terms of the media. We already know how connected the Clinton campaign is with you know corporate media in terms of political insiders, and she got Reagan's people on her team and Bill's old people. Her husband's Bill Clinton. One of the savviest politicians in the history of politics. A a, a friend of hers, her partner in crime, Barack Obama, who is also one of the savviest politicians of all time, who came out of Chicago politics. So I'm going to say one more time. I know I'm sounding like a broken record. Women have that problem. I don't think that was Hillary's problem. I just think Hillary's problem is that she didn't know how she wanted to. She had two options to win the presidency. She could either have her team, which is what people do. They bring in their associates and their confidants and consigliers and all that. Or she could do what you did and have the appearance of change. Because Barack was good at having the appearance of change, even though he still had the same, he was playing the same game. Right. Like you said, Hillary could have had a team that was dominated by women on the front lines. But John Podesta is her campaign manager. And John Podesta... You know, I have a lot of issues with him, but just on surface, not to dumb the conversation down, but just for the sake of expediency, John Podesta is an, an old white man. <laughs> you know 
You know what I mean? And it would have been a hot move had she done a Prince or had she done a Beyonce have like an all or mostly female band. And not right. just for the sake of having it, but even just for the political optics. Hillary, we know that you in line with the 1%. We know that you in line with the big banks. I'm just saying that you didn't even do a good job of lying. You could have at least made it seem like you were <coughs> down for progress. But again, because she doesn't have the, the natural instincts, I think we're expecting instincts out of her that she just doesn't possess. She doesn't have genuine instincts. And she doesn't have instincts that allow her to, or her team, to think outside of their old, you know, this is the way it's done, uh, stuffy old white man political box. And that's why she wound up in a situation that she did. That's why the person who was firing off the most tweets on her behalf, and I, I like Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren is firing off tweets and look corny. Like when Trump would say racist and crazy stuff, Elizabeth Warren was the one that had the tweet that was like, delete your account now. And that was just like some corny like grandma shit. You know what I mean? Not to say that it's about who wins the Twitter war, but it's really about what you touched on so brilliantly, which is about understanding where society is in terms of how they respect and exchange between two individuals. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Love them or hate them, I think most people understand that at least Donald Trump didn't veer from his strategy. Right. Once the general election came around, he got more crazy. It got to a point where people looked, thought Trump was trying to sabotage the election. That's how wild he got. But he didn't veer from that path. Hillary Clinton, she doesn't know who she wants to be. That's why I love, um, I'm going to forget her first name, but McKinnon, old girl who plays Justin Bieber and Hillary on SNL. I know you're talking about. She's amazing, by the way. Um, but... I, I, the, the, the favorite quote I, I, that she has where it's like Hillary's asleep and instead of saying like alright I'm gonna go to sleep she's like alright now I'm going to close my eyes for a night of productive dreaming <laughs> you know what I mean it's like there's just nothing natural about her and it's because she's you know the opposite of Aretha Franklin she's not a natural woman hmm. blouses why didn't Bernie run as an independent why did he have to run as a Democrat? Because at the time, the way the political climate was, you got to remember that Bernie was never supposed to be here. He started from the bottom, like literally. Last, a year and a half ago, he was barely in the race. Mm -hmm. He announced to people, like, oh, that's funny, that's cute. All right, Hillary and the Republicans, what, what's it going to be? Hil Bernie defied all the odds. He, he harnessed this incredible energy that a lot of people on both aisles, both sides of the aisle have, and he provided a clear vision for the future. He also did it while running, he was as perfect of a candidate that you could have. Because he's had, he has a 30, 40, 50 year track record of all the things that he's talking about today in 2016. Right. Almost like a, a Nostradamus kind of deal. Sure. Ahead of the curve. I mean, there are pictures of him getting arrested, mm -hmm. you know, sit-ins on behalf of black folks. And, you know, he was talking about gay rights and equality, all that stuff in the 80s. Right. You understand? So despite the fact that he was the most perfect candidate we've ever had as Democrats, he saw his own party sabotaging him. So he said, like, yo, these cats have already sabotaged me out of the Democratic thing. Now they're going to try to Ron Paul me. They're going to put me in a position to where if I don't, if I run, then they're going to blame the election on me. And Bernie, in addition to a man being a man of conscience, he's also a white man. So he was, you know, he, he wasn't afraid of Hillary the way black folks have true fears about Hillary. Right. 
So again, you know, to, to you know, make the the answer you know, come to the end of the answer, Bernie was screwed. He did what he thought was morally responsible because he knew that if he ran, the Democrats were going to continue to say that he is the reason why Trump is so popular. So the good thing is now that Bernie got out of it and threw a support behind him, y'all can't blame Bernie right. anymore. Yeah, he, he didn't want to be the reason why Trump uh, became president. And they were clearly going to blame him for it. You had a question earlier. Oh, I was going to say, um, so advice, do you have any advice for either, you know, you can address, you know, Hillary Clinton herself, the Democratic Party as a whole, Hillary voters. I mean, are there, is there one or two, you know, important lessons that you want people to walk away with? As a matter of fact, do me a favor, please. Start with the Hillary voters, some of whom, have, you know, you and others have described as feminazis, these people who were so... Um, uh, desperate to have the first woman president, and understandably so, but who let that get in the way of their common sense? Sure. Who let that get in the way of moral conscience? What do you What do you say to these people? If you may walk outside right now and see one of them, oh my god, I can't believe it. What would you say to either pick her up or to be like, <laughs> or to kick her? What I What I'll say is this, and other minority groups have experienced the exact same thing that I'm about to say. Um, Jackie Robinson was not the best baseball player, mm. but he was, but the best black baseball player. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. all know about Satchel Paige, oh, yeah. Josh Gibson, yeah. all mm-hmm. of them niggas. But he <laughs> had he had the proper temperament to deal with mm-hmm. number one what that job would entail. Mm-hmm. He could deal with the initial backlash, mm-hmm. and he was indeed a competent baseball player. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the best, but he was a competent baseball player. Yep. Yep. Um, Weezer, the the lead singer in Weezer, once said that, and this is this is the story of a lot of art uh, groups or mm-hmm. you know artists or whatever, um, that their initial deal was for a million dollars. And they said no because we know that we are worth more than that. Mm-hmm. We are more talented than that. Yeah, yeah. What I would say to Hillary voters, mm-hmm. and by Hillary voters, I, I, I will generalize and say women that are very mm-hmm. excited about a female president. Right. Do not let the thought of having a female president cloud who that female is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you have a female president, you want her to be infallible. Mm-hmm. You want her to be able to do perform well at the job. You want it's just like it's just like homosexual gays, LGBT. They haven't gotten a really like gays specifically. They haven't really gotten a good athlete. Mm-hmm. Jason Collins is at the end of his. It was at the yeah. end of his his career. You don't want that to be. This is my. This is the first gay athlete. Yeah. You want a LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want him to start like Odell Beckham. Odell, sure, go with that. But you don't want someone that is going to be easily picked apart if they get in that position. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I think they've seen with Hillary. They got uh, rightfully so. I mean, everybody wants someone that represents them in a position of power. I know exactly how this feels being a black man and mm-hmm. having Barack Obama. And I yeah. want everybody to experience that joy. Yeah. But. Barack Obama as a black candidate was a lot better than Hillary Clinton as the female candidate. Yeah, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be the first part of that. 
the second part is just to all voters, period. Mm. Um, that electoral college shit is going to fuck us up every time. You know, Hillary yeah. won the popular vote. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It don't mean nothing. I mean, not a- Did Al Gore win the popular vote? Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, so we see that. What we need to do is... The first part of this is affect level, affect government on a local level first. Amen. You really need to be making sure you know who your alderman is. Yeah. You need to know who your, you know, your mayor. I don't, I don't know what a comptroller is. Yeah. Might want to know who that is or whatever. <laughs> you know? But like, know what's going on in your hood because you can affect that. You can affect it, and you can, before, yeah, and, and you, you can, can affect some other. Yeah, shit. you can be a, a part of and engaged in that stuff in a real way, so that then you become the democratic establishment. Exactly. Because, or, mm-hmm. or you become the libertarian yeah, base yeah, yeah. or you become the green base yeah, like exactly. we that's that's something that can't be ignored either we have to have mm-hmm. more than one choice yeah yeah so that i guess that's two things number one for, for hillary three things for hillary voters mm-hmm. i want y'all to have a female president too don't let the tree block you from the fo- from yep. the forest okay yep. you want a good one you want one that people can't shoot down with emails that's right Secondly, try to affect your home first because you're going to be able to affect that way before you can affect the president. And I guess there's one tactic to make the popular vote so overwhelming Mm. that at some point we have to look at and restructure the electoral college. But that's not going to happen right away. What you can do is make sure that you know who the people are that's running your home and do that. And then third, like, really consider, like, take third parties more seriously. Like, if you don't want, if you were in this position, if we are in the same position Mm -hmm. four years from now, Mm -hmm. and there is a very strong Jill Stein, or if there is a, you know, a new incantation of whatever Gary John, whatever fire he got, or whatever people saw in him, if there is a better, more prepared, Mm -hmm. more, because I think, I think that's something that happened with Gary Johnson. I think he underestimated how the people's, that and the people's, we were looking for another choice. I feel like this presidency more than ever, and again, I'm only 30, this is only Mm -hmm. my third election voting. Did we vote for Gore? No, I think we... No, because we... Since 18. So, yeah, third. 12 years? Sure. So, I've only seen... Like, this is, this is, I've only seen a couple, but this is the time, and one of them was Obama, who we knew who I was voting for. Yeah. But, like, this is the only time when I've heard so many people mm-hmm. upset with their choices. Mm-hmm. And I think our next focus should be we don't want to be put in this position anymore. We want to make sure that there's somebody else that we could really, um, you know, look at and take seriously. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, to, real quick, just, uh, you know, dovetail, co sign what you just said. Uh, part of the reason also why it's important to be engaged in the political process at a local level so that, you know, like we were saying earlier, you could become a part of the establishment uh, and reform the establishment because the, the establishment currently is not designed. First of all, I already know the political establishment, the democratic establishment is not at all in line with the values of the demo- of the average democratic voter. Right. Much the way the Republican politicians and establishment don't really care at all what sure. the plight of the average Republican voter. Um, reforming the establishment is, is a powerful thing. And what I would say, um, I agree with all your points. But mine is more of like a na 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 na. You see what you get kind of joint, right? Because 
When you live by the sword, you die by the sword. The sword that Hillary Clinton and the Democrats and Obama and them lived by was the machine was going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. That the, 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 you know, the, in the room where it happens, as, as it is in Hamilton, right? That that whole process was going to take care of itself. Well, guess what? You played games with the process. And now when it comes to the Electoral College, the process fucked you. You, do, you were a defender and an apologist for this is the way the system works and this is just how it is and mm-hmm. this is the two-party system and I'm sorry that Bernie's more popular but you know Hillary had the strategy to win the most states and the most delegates because there were states when Bernie blew Hillary out. Right. But they would assign the delegates as if it were a tie and that's a problem because the government doesn't create the rules for primaries. The Democratic Party creates their own rules. <laughs> For the primaries. The Republicans have their own set of rules. Right. So again, when you, okay, you defended the process. You were an apologist for the process when it screwed Bernie and his supporters over. Now the shake fucked you up. You got the, you got the most votes. More people voted for you, Hillary. Congratulations. But guess what? You were an apologist for a corrupt system. And now that corrupt system, you know, Bill's not going to be the first man. <laughs> I know he was just waiting to sit in his old chair. He, he was in tears. He like he was either real tired or about to cry. You could just see like all his hopes and dreams, like you know, seeing a new crop of interns. I was gonna gonna say, come through. Hillary, I'll just interview these. <laughs> Got some callbacks this evening. <laughs> I think I'm gonna bring out my saxophone. But yeah, I mean that's that's just my thing. It's humility for everyone. As a Trump, uh, as uh, any advice as. Citizens under the Trump regime. One yourselves. Wow. <laughs> wow. Because don't get it twisted. This nigga's we, gonna get going, married in Canada. We're going in on these Democrats. But don't get it confused. Republicans, you've done a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. These Republican voters, too. A lot of them, like, oh, I'm not racist or whatever. Whatever, man. Like, you know, if, if somebody was running on a platform, I'm going to kill everybody in California. I'm not voting for that person, even if I hate Hillary. Right. I may not vote for Hillary, but I'm not voting for the dude who says he's going to exterminate everybody in California. So somebody in California would have the right to be like, you know what? You're an asshole because you voted for the guy who said he's going to kill me. So I don't want to hear this garbage about, well, you, I, I'm not a racist, but I voted for the racist. I'm not a sexist, but oh, okay. It's just as bad. It's actually worse, actually. If you, because, yeah, I don't want to get into it, but yeah, humility uh, for the Trump people, humility for um, all the Hillary supporters, and for those of us on the margins, you know, who are really the majority, the independents, the pro- really progressive liberal Democrats, uh, Libertarian, Green Party, wherever you can, you know, find yourself. It's our time now. This is, this what happened is the end of our parents' generation and their influence, their 30 years of influence on the political cycle. Now it's our turn. The system is broken now. So now it's up to millennials and, you know, teenagers, 30-something-year-olds, you know what I mean? Because, you know, listening to the Kendrick thing, I rebuked something. I really uh, pushed back up against uh, something Kendrick Lamar said on his album. Or was it Tupac? When they were talking, they were having that conversation, and they were like, you know, when you turn 30, you just not a, you're not down for the cause no more. You're not down for social justice anymore, because when you turn 30, you have kids, you get tired, your testosterone little starts diminishing, whatever. So 
it's a wrap for you. And my challenge to millennials is to, we see the fire, we see the passion, everything. Now it's our turn to be responsible, to be the change that we want to see in our government. And it starts with what Jared said, being engaged, being informed, and not being so, having such a hard on for one person that you can't hold that person accountable. This is the Rojo Show. Uh, Shah Rojo presents politics with Billy D. Yo, I know you're about to go, um, you know, talk with some, uh, some some potential sponsors, you know, get your endorsement game on. I can't say the name of these people right now because mm-hmm. uh, they haven't, uh, you know, they're getting around to returning the call for, you know, some sponsorship. But I want to break you off a little piece of this. You eat lamb? I, I will. H- have you had this particular kind of jerky? No, I've never seen that. Yo, you know who you are. You know you're listening. I'm going to break this off as we sign off. Yo, they got a they got a dope one too with like buffalo jerky with like cherries and like jalapenos. I've something. heard of that. What's the name of this brand? Uh, you could read it because you know we don't we don't call oh, right, it. Right. We won't we won't speak to them unless they break in the check. Okay. But yeah. Did they recently change their name or you? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. What is this one? Lamb and uh, lamb, currant and mint. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I got you with the um, the natural uh, essential oil breath mints. <laughs> okay. Does my oh. breath stink. Hmm. Does my breath stink? It's going. It will. This. Got it. And you're black. You got some. The Rojo <laughs> Show. Um, yeah, man. I mean, politics is uh, you know, had to get my man on here. I don't know what we're gonna do, but uh, keep your heads up. Uh, pray, uh, white boys don't get crazy, and um, black people please don't get crazy. Yeah, please. <laughs> we already behind the eight ball, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna post this right away and um, let me know how you feel, man. Hit me back the Rojo Show at gmail.com. Shy Rojo one on Instagram, Facebook page blew up over that whole white wives matter <laughs> thing. Um, be looking out for merch, um, but yeah. Thanks for checking it out. Shouts out to Will for coming through. And uh, yeah, we got some more shows for y'all. So thank you. This is the Rojo Show. Peace. And if you're not sharing, you're not a fan. One.